0: To eat the dream you have to
1: sleep the dream you have to dream the dream you gotta touch you have to see it when nobody else sees it you have to feel it when it's not
2: tangible you have to believe it when you cannot see it you gotta be possessed with the dream
0: that Mike Tomlin is going to let the same thing happen twice in one season, I wouldn't be surprised if they came out and beat the Chiefs.
2: Grant, you are in literal crack. Russ put Rudy Gobert, which, by the way, is one of the more overrated players in the league, I will say number one, literally in a body bag. That's why they got Russ.
0: Joe, they got him because they wanted to recreate the 2015 All-Star team. This team is destined for
2: failure. Listen, they're old, but like... You know, I always say it's like a fist fight in a phone booth. Listen, I say it every time we talk about the Giants. If Nate Solder is not walking the streets working a minimum wage job at McDonald's, literally getting big gulped on an hourly basis, there's something wrong with humanity.
0: Are Are you surprised? Dave Gettleman's batting 100 in free agency.
3: I fear no man. I've said this before, if you breathe oxygen,
0: it's fair game. I will come and take you Well, I don't fear nothing. Let me stop you. First off, how many hours of sleep did you get last night? I get my regularly scheduled four. So you're just wasting my time with these mindless takes?
2: And if you disagree with that or anything we say on this show, great. what are we them? There's always an open seat at the table. Ladies and gentlemen, phone booth on Calm Radio welcome everyone to com radio's phone booth com radio's only sports debate show um, I'm here Joe Callahan jr. back with me in the studio after his week hiatus is grant sheets and uh, to the four followers on Twitter or Instagram uh, of the phone booth has a uh... we're giving away a free Chevy today that would be and,
1: nice, but uh, don't yeah. think that's accurate. You can't give me away.
2: Ah, it's a it's a goof, a goofed you. Uh, we got Justin Chevrolet on his first show, A.K.A. Chevy, the the Chevy, Com Radio's own Chevy. Chevy, how you doing today? I'm doing great today. I'm glad to be here. You know, unfortunately the rain is uh
1: bringing the mood down a little, but I
2: think this should be a great show that should bring the mood right back up. Yeah, it's, it is it is a, a bit raining outside today. Grant, how was your week off?
0: Oh, it was good. Uh, you know, went home for the Super Bowl, watched Joe Burrow get sacked a handful of times. Nothing new there, but yeah. it was good. It was hey. good. I, I did miss phone booth, though, last Thursday. Of course, the one week that I wasn't here was like the week of everything happening from uh, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons and James Harden getting traded and then this whole Super Bowl preview. And then there was something else that hopped in the NFL news. I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, the rumors of McVay possibly retiring. We had a whole, I saw a whole arsenal to talk about. And, of
2: course, it was the week I wasn't here, but we're back. <laughs> so uh, last week, uh, obviously, let's just, you know, if we're rolling right into it, we're rolling right into it. Um, uh, last week we had a show about the Super Bowl, obviously. Uh, I was alone, so that's great. Um, I, I still, you know, I, I talked about everyone being off. Josh will actually be in the studio in a bit. I don't know when he's probably coming in his regularly scheduled 10 minutes late. Um, and I, I wanted to get your opinions before the game and it's kind of unfortunate we didn't, but what happened was I had a 40 minute spiel on how I thought that, if the O-line was able to keep the Rams' defense from getting five or six sacks, that they would have won the game. And obviously that didn't happen. And I said the secondary, to me, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes was harder to stop than Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup, and Matt Stafford. Apparently that wasn't true. Or at least Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford themselves are harder to stop than with or without Odell Beckham Cooper
0: Cup's pretty close to unstoppable at this point.
2: Yeah. I mean, you also said that about Patrick Mahomes (laughs) and then picked against Patrick Mahomes. I did pick against him. You did. Because Joe Burrow. And it happened. Joe Burrow's a winner. So, so to me, I mean, we can get into the D-line. We can get into the sacks. We can get into the refs not being able to call a flag in the first three quarters and then deciding, oh, wait, we have a job to do in the fourth. So... What, what? Both? I, I, I don't know if Grant wants to start, Justin wants to start. What was the key factor of the game? Well, I'll tell you. The Bengals knew that Burrow was going to
0: be all over the ground before this game even started. That's why they wore black. That's why they wore black jerseys, hide the grass stains, and hide the fact that Joe Burrow was going to come in and get annihilated, which is exactly what happened. And I think that Aaron Donald obviously – You know, he had an incredible game. I think he honestly could have been the Super Bowl MVP, just the impact that he had on every single drive of this game. Not only as a pass rusher, but stopping the run. I get that Mixon had a pretty decent game, but it was nothing crazy. But it was just constant pressure in the face of Joe Burrow. And getting interior pressure is the key against a guy that isn't exactly – you know, Joe Burrow can move a little bit, but he's not Kyler Murray. He's not Lamar Jackson. So getting that interior pressure and forcing him – just to to get those passes out a little quicker. Still had a pretty good game. T. Higgins had a great game. Jamar Chase had a great game. But it was just a few of those third-down pressures that he got that allowed the Rams to go on and just get that slight edge. You saw it on the very last play. Aaron Donald was right there. And don't even get me started on why Samaj P. Ryan was in the game those last two plays. Zach Taylor at least owned up to the fact that it should have been Joe Mixon in the game. But Joe Burrow, I mean, this was the year that I think the Bengals, if they were going to win a Super Bowl in the next four or five years, I think it had to be this year, if we're being honest. I Mm -hmm. think the Rams could be back. Bengals, I don't know. And I'm high on the Bengals, too. So am I. But the AFC is so competitive. And you can argue that this team is only going to get better because they've got an insane amount of cap space. That offensive line is going to be the number one priority. But the competition in the AFC, it's almost impossible to find – a a repeat winner in this conference now, just with the elite quarterback play that we have in this conference. But the Rams, they're in a little bit of a weaker conference now. you got Brady gone. Rodgers might be gone. We could see the Rams back here again next year.
2: Yeah, I could believe – quote me if I'm wrong, but I believe the last time that we have an AFC back-to-back champion to go, obviously, into the Super Bowl was Tom Brady and the Patriots because we had – Well, um,
1: Kansas City made it two years in a row against the Niners and then the Buccaneers. That is right.
2: That is right. I I keep forgetting that that Brady was in the NFC when they went. even even from
1: Even from there, I mean, the AFCs completely changed, and that was, what, two years ago? Or actually last year when the uh, Kansas City Chiefs took on the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. The AFCs completely changed from there. You have a new team in the Bengals up out of nowhere, up from the ground. And just – Like you said, the AFC is going to be a a tough conference to win two years in a row.
0: Yeah, I guarantee in the AFC Championship for the next five, six years, we'll either see Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or some random team just like we saw with the Cincinnati Bengals that gets red hot and all of a sudden takes over. I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Jaguars in a couple of years. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, that could be like the next Bengals story. you got a young quarterback mm-hmm. in Trevor Lawrence. You start building some pieces around him, and all of a sudden they're right there. You never know. You don't know what's going to be going on in the AFC, but you do know that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are going to be two big roadblocks for any team to get by. So for the Bengals to make it back, that would surprise me.
1: The big question for the Jaguars is would they be able to – or would they be willing to tra- or draft – a Wide receiver over a tackle because that's they also need to protect their yeah. franchise quarterback, I, they get, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, had, I, had,
2: I mean, if you want to go into the, the Jaguars, I had such praise for their O line coming out when James Robinson had that star studded rushing attack that one year, and then they decided to draft a running back in the first round. Why? Well, what was the point co- coming up next year? That could
0: actually be a lethal duo. I mean it is, but, but
2: my thing is like why would you they don't have a star studded left tackle. That's the point with their pass their passing blocking. But I don't understand why you could have drafted defense, you could have drafted another receiver, you could have drafted defensive line pass rusher, and you decide to go into a position where you already have an all pro all star talent. And, why? And See, tr-
0: well, you also have to look at who was running the show. The circus, I should say. <laughs> with <laughs> Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. And so, ownership, because yeah, that's it, a circus, too. As soon as they turn things around and you got Doug Peterson coming in, look what he did with that Eagles team a couple of years back. Had a rough ending, but that Eagles team was hitting on all cylinders. That defense was pretty elite. The offense in Carson Wentz glory days, I'd say. Mm. Now that we're looking back, who knows what's going to happen with him and the Colts. That team yeah, was hitting on all cylinders. Injured. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see with the Jags, though. Is kind of just a random comparison there. But in regards to the Bengals, I love Joe Burrow. Don't get me wrong. I think that he is a guy that could be the face of this league, as long as he doesn't get driven out of the league by his offensive line and possibly a GM and coaching staff that isn't surrounding him with enough guys blocking him up front. Could be the story of Andrew Luck 2.0. I
1: was just about to say that it could be
0: Andrew. Could be David mm. Carr, Derek's brother who, with Houston, was pretty solid. Hey, he was a backup for the Giants a, a long time ago. <laughs> didn't, didn't have a line. So right. I love the Bengals. I love what they did this year. But a lot of things are going to need to stay the same and improve for them to to really get back to that same, mm-hmm. that same level of play.
2: Just before we continue, we're going to uh, say hello back to Josh Bartosik uh, coming in. Uh, if anyone was watching Hail Mary over the weekend, we have our own mics this time. So yeah, I'm not stealing yeah. Josh's mic. But you could still cut me off and not let me talk for this 20 minutes, true. like you did I in Hellman's. I can do that. I'm I could so just sorry, turn just off you. your mic. I'm the one on the board, so I could literally just like he has too much power. Decide to time. cut him out. Um, but as as Josh is the only fan of an AFC team here, how do you think that the outlook of the AFC? Obviously, because he's a he's a Steeler fan, so it's in the division. How do you think the outlook of the afc is going to look because it is way more competitive than nfc oh yeah it's
3: extremely specifically the afc north itself is very competitive uh the ravens are going to come right back i mean they were eight and three before lamar had that ankle injury that silenced him for the rest of the season and they had a lot of guys on IR. i think at one point they had 20 21 guys on injured reserve at one point so the ravens will be right back uh the browns I don't know. I don't really think Baker Mayfield's that guy. I mean, the Steelers are going to be at the bottom of the division for God knows how long. They're not going to get a competent quarterback. But Malik for a Willis, while.
0: yeah, Malik <laughs> Willis is fine. But I'm Sam
3: Howell,
0: I'm, I'm sorry. No, wait. What, what, about, what about
3: Mitch Trubisky? You know, we had that whole show where we. Hey, talked we about had his.
0: the
2: whole. We should yeah. have titled that show Mitch Trubisky. We did. We did. Title it you it. Good. Good. If, I if think you're listening Trubisky... on Spotify, go back and look on it. Yeah, if you haven't it's heard my Mitch. take already,
0: Mitch Trubisky will be playing in the Golden Black in the Black and Yellow. Next I mean, uh, it's I love how we, when we Steel were talking City. about
2: the Steelers QB, we just discounted Dwayne Haskins. Because Dwayne Haskins, he's, we like, watched, he's had an opportunity. We watched yeah. what he did with Washington.
0: Somehow Mike Tomlin is going to be able to fish nine wins out of this team. doesn't matter yeah, who's it starting does. quarterback. True. They could start a uh, who's the Broncos' wide receiver that played quarterback. Kendall Hinton. Kendall Hinton. Hinton. Yeah. Kendall yeah. Hinton. doesn't matter if Kendall Hinton's playing quarterback. Mike Tomlin will find a way to Pull out another winning season. Doesn't I mean, matter. we that's, saw it this year. Doesn't matter it if Big Nathan ben Peterman's won his last playing. League. That's the uh,
3: that's the one uh, consistency on the Pittsburgh Steelers is that Mike Tallman is each year probably a top five coach in the league, if not top three. But the Steelers mm-hmm. are going to be at the bottom of the division for a while. I mean, everyone talks about how great that defense was. They had a terrible pass passing defense. They had a terrible secondary. They really didn't have a great rushing defense. And your best uh, rusher besides well, your best pass rusher is obviously T.J. Watt, and he's mm-hmm. locked up long term. But your best rushing uh pass ru- uh rushing guy was Cam- uh Cameron Hayward, yeah. yeah, I don't know why the name slipped me for that, and he's getting up there in age, and so the Steelers they have a very they have a good mix of young and old on defense, but Joe Hayden is old. You don't really have a whole lot of guys back there that can replace his production. He wasn't really producing at a very high caliber, mm. and so the team has a lot of rebuilding to do. The main thing they need to focus on is getting on offensive lines. It doesn't matter who you put back there under center if you don't have an offensive line it doesn't really matter unless you're joe burrow and you somehow magically make your way to the super bowl despite getting sacked over 20 times in the off, uh, in the playoffs so i think the Bengals will be back i don't know if they're gonna be back next year they have a lot of they have a lot of cap space this offseason. they have a lot of things they can do they really do they have about almost 60 million dollars in cap space they got to resign uh cj zuma and bj hill and jesse bates but then they can go out and they can snag some free agents. There's a bit. It's as free agents they could trade mm-hmm. for some offensive linemen. They don't have a lot of draft capital, and it's going to be really tough for them to get a high quality offensive lineman with one of the last picks in the draft since they uh, lost in the Super Bowl. But there are really good. There are a really good amount of free agent offensive linemen out Toronto there. Teron Armstead. Yeah, Toron yeah. Armstead was a sheriff. Mm-hmm. Jarrett is the big one because the Saints are what? Negative set. Saints like, have no money. Saints have they no can. money. He's gone. He's gone. And I would not be surprised if you see the Bengals put, just throw everything they have at that guy because they need him. They need it. Mm-hmm. They, need, they, need, they need an offensive lineman so bad. If Joe Burrow had. A second more, Jamar Chase was had already beaten Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey was on I the ground. Jalen Ramsey was on, was on the Ramsey ground. He was on the ground. But but on the ground. Can we go
0: back to the fact that if Piran dove out for that ball, he might have had a chance? Oh, well, he was Burrow. How, Why is Piran in the game? Where's fun? Mixon? Yeah, we, if we were, we're just gonna, talking we're gonna about know,
2: that. Was, was Mixon on the third and one draft? Uh, no, one. it was Piran. This is where I understand. Can we just know that who's bigger, Mixon or Piran? It doesn't matter who's bigger. Who's stronger? It's who's better. Who
0: has the stronger legs? Piran's the better. I mean, sorry, sorry did not mean to say that Mixon is the better runner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. P- so so yeah. P- P- the reason P-
2: why they lost that game is because Piron couldn't like strength forward. I mean, you can put a lot being of things. Up by Aaron yeah.
3: You can put a lot of facts. You can put you can put on the fact that the game shouldn't have been that close because you know Jalen Ramsey. We could drop on the You can put on Tyler Boyd's drop. You can put on the fact that the Tegan's touchdown should have counted because Jalen Ramsey almost got his- his head ripped off. We could put it on uh, Hail
1: Mary's favorite cornerback, Eli Apple, for
2: getting hey, beat by Cooper yeah, Cup. Eli, Eli Apple. Apple. <laughs> yeah,
0: it goes both ways. It goes both ways. But at the is. end of the day, McVay outcoached Zach Taylor. Uh, and no, he 100%. had to. If I'm being honest, McVay had to. Oh, well, he that was that in the hot seat if they don't win, yeah,
3: this, win the Super Bowl, in my opinion.
2: Because he almost lost the championship game. And they should. there were so many playoff games this, this year that should have been lost and then came out either comeback win... Something happened. There's so many of them. I, so I w- many.
0: I want to hit the rewind button real quick. Do you guys think McVeigh would have been on the hot seat?
2: If they lost, I, yes. I, I I do think. you guys yeah. think what? McVay would have been on the hot seat? Are you serious? He's a top
0: five coach in football. You I could, understand. But he's still. Mike
2: Tomlin was on the hot seat. It doesn't matter if they actually announce. I never say he's gonna get fired. He's on the hot seat. Mike Tomlin was on the hot seat for not bringing in in the, the no. magic championship. Mike Tomlin has gone over. I know. Said, That's no, but here's why the thing. Was there was a year you when Mike Tomlin was on the.
3: I'm not saying that he's gonna get fired. There's no reason that Sean McVeigh should get fired. But I do. I do think that there would be people questioning his playoff. Specifically, mm-hmm. his oh, playoff sure, capabilities. Yeah, of course. Considering this is the second Super Bowl in the last three or four years, yeah. and he's lost. The Super lost. Bowl
0: game plan against the Patriots, he was clearly outcoached by Bill Belichick. And he admitted sure, that. Yeah. He admitted yeah, that. Yeah, but and he was a, a lot of people are
1: outcoached by Bill Belichick. It's Bill, Bill Belichick. He's yeah. <laughs> the
0: <His laughs> greatest coach ever. That's Go into a Super Bowl and simply just take down Bill Belichick. Like, oh, okay. Unless you're was he, 34 years old at the time? 33? Yeah, i yeah. Yeah, just coming out of college like a decade ago, and I'm going to go out and coach one of the greatest coaches of all time? That doesn't happen.
2: Well, I mean, we, we talk about yeah, stupid Jared Goff coach. is his
1: quarterback, too.
2: Yeah. We, we talk about stupid coach firings, and we got the Brian Floreses of the world, and the reason why he was fired because he didn't get to the playoffs. I Meanwhile, while well, they had a winning record, that's stupid. You also have Mike Tomlin on the hot seat for the many years that he made it to, the divisional round, the championship game, and then didn't go to the Super Bowl. because yeah, so they ran to Tom Brady. You, yeah, I know, but you had Mike McCarthy, the same thing, making it all the way to the playoffs. See now, if I think we, McCarthy good. Found, is not. A, I don't think McCarthy. He's a good coach. not. But we found that if, if it's if it's going through that far, then a coach is still on quote unquote the hot seat. So and then Mike Tomlin uh, again, if we want to bring it back to the Steelers, um, should never be on a hot seat ever. Yeah. But there was the that that situation brought him to be on the hot seat. We're not saying that my, my, uh we're not saying that Sean McVay should get fired not not oh, at all 100% okay. not. but Good. we're Good. saying that the hot like his seat. Okay the pressure was on the yes. pressure would be on especially okay. because
3: if you're in the the city of champions I don't really like calling it that but if you're in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and the Dodgers and the Lakers just won a championship and you don't and it's the second time you've lost a championship in Can the last 5 see how years many you're people going were at
2: that parade yeah like
1: 5
3: there
0: yeah. was more people <laughs> on the Los bangles. Angeles is
3: not a football state it's not a football it's city nice. I don't it's know why bad. they have it's hard two.
0: because they're outshined by I mean, you get the Lakers for crying out loud. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why Sandy,
3: I don't understand. San Diego should still, the Chargers should still be in San Diego. And oh, the Rams, Rams should still yeah. be in St. Louis. The
0: Rams should still be in St.
3: Louis. the they
2: Dodgers should like technically still be in, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, See, I don't no, know. No, New York I doesn't need more Rams baseball. True, to, true.
0: They start to build up that prestige of being a Los Angeles team, that team right outside of Hollywood. you got guys like Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Odell. It's a star-studded team. They kind of built up to that to that name and that expectation of being this glorified team right outside of Hollywood. Whereas you see the Chargers, I mean, they're they're just the Chargers. They should mm-hmm. still be, you know, they're playing like they're still back in San Diego, small market football, and yeah, they've got some some stars here and there. But the Rams, you look at the games and you start to see the celebrities coming and whatnot. So they're starting to live up to it. They're building it up. But yes, LA isn't a football city. It's always been about the Showtime Lakers, the Dodgers. It it's occasionally never the
3: a- Los Angeles Kings, but that hasn't happened in like 18
0: yeah. Years. I hate yeah. the
1: Kings. <laughs> no, Why so are you a Ranger I'm a fan and they beat? No, but
2: I'm a Ranger Devil oh. fan. But looking at the West How Coast hockey of them, just like <laughs> straight up killing everyone the entire series, both <laughs> series. Against the Devils and the Rangers. Oh, you they mean when you guys lost? Like, you mean
3: them. when the Devils lost six one in Game Five, and then when the <laughs> Rangers lost in double overtime yes, on the road?
2: But I would like just watching it, watching them straight up just headhunt and play, basically play football that the entire time. That brought joy to my heart. I can't tell you that much. I,
3: I'm not even going to like get into how wrong it is that you're a fan of the Devils and the Rangers because just... I'm not.
2: I'm a Ranger fan, but okay, my, that, cause my cause family's that's just, a Devil fan. Go
3: Islanders! Person. Like, alright,
2: let me root for them. But because moving, it was also because I didn't like the Kings, so. Yeah,
3: I want to move on from Sean McVay. I so Zach Taylor got the extension. I do think it was warranted. I just yeah. that that end of game play calling is mm-hmm. always gonna is always gonna gnaw at me because well,
0: g- going into the game, the big question was well, the pressure was obviously on McVeigh because he'd been to the stage before, mm-hmm. and that game plan against the Patriots just fell flat on its face. Anytime you score three points in a Super Bowl, there's a problem. They only allowed thirteen. But if you go into a game and you score three points as an offensive mastermind, there's going to be questions about game management. You go back to the Bucks game, too, where they nearly blew away that game. It was because McVeigh got a little conservative. He tried to play it too safe, tried to play it too cute. And then all of a sudden, well, you can't do that against Tom Brady in the first place. But then next thing you know, the pressure's on. But then when McVeigh started to operate and just let that offense fly like it had, you saw what happened on the very last drive. Stafford deep ball to cup just like we've seen all season, but tried to get a little conservative. That's not what we saw this game. They didn't try to force Cam makers the football to try to establish this run game that hasn't been existing in the playoffs. He only had 13 carries. As soon as he saw it wasn't working, they stopped, and that's why Stafford threw the ball 40 times. So it was really just a great job by McVay, but for Zach Taylor, he hadn't been in the stage before. You can't expect him to come out and put together some mastermind game plan that's going to allow Joe Burrow – to not get sacked more than three, four times against Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, that's not happening. So mm. I think he managed the situation pretty well. He managed you know, the spotlight decent. They were in the game the whole time. They did a pretty good job of minimizing what the Rams did on the offensive side until really late in that game. But that last drive, man, it still irks me. Just that it, you, it, it irks me. Because I mean, the it, running back coach, he said, you want to put Mixon in here? And he said, no, it's all right. We'll just keep P. Ryan in. And yeah. it's just, it's stuff like that, those split decisions. It's
3: also after you get about 30 yards in the span of 12 seconds with two passes, and you're basically already in field goal range. I mean, Evan McPherson came out after the game and said that he felt like he could hit it from 65. Yeah. And you only really need five or
1: 10 more yards. I don't know why
3: you're he running. He probably
0: the- thinks he could hit it from 75. That he probably could a- hit it from the end zone. St- he st- stayed out for the halftime.
1: So. I love yeah. that man so much. So, so I'll talk about that. Do you guys think that's a good move, staying out? For the halftime show, when what your is team is in the locker the- well, kick- room, I, I get he's the kicker, but at the same time, he's part of the team and the he rest of the team. Is making adjustments. See, the teams in the the teams in the locker room, you sit with your team.
0: I think he's kind of he's already he's only a rookie. Don't get me wrong, but he's kind of earned that status. as, you know, all right, I'm I'm not you, Joe Cool. I'm Money Mac. That's his nickname. <laughs> I'm Money Mac. That's what they called him is in the Bengals perfect. locker room. Perfect.
3: He was perfect in the playoffs. He was perfect he in, was in the he playoffs. He was near so perfect in the regular season. He's insane. I'm going to perfect. if you got automatic from, bu- automatic from 50 or closer, yeah. that's re- you don't get that uh, kind of precision.
0: If it was Eli Apple that was staying out <laughs> to watch the <laughs> halftime show, then we might have some issues.
3: The only people I would allow would be Joe Burrow or Evan McPherson. Joe Burry, maybe Jamar yeah. Chase. You can't have the your starting quarterback. I don't know if I'd have my quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know about that. But for a
0: kicker, his one job is to put it through the goalpost, and if you put him on the kickoff unit, put it through the back of the end zone. Maybe an outside kick here and there, but whatever's working for him, just let him go. Kickers are weird, man.
2: Yeah, my thing, <laughs> Kickers are strange. I don't people. know. I don't know how you people. guys felt on that, that last try, but when they walked on the field and they only scored with about a minute thirty left, I looked and every every Rams fan behind me was going off, and I was like, Joe Burrow gives off this Eli Manning vibe that this isn't going over, and Money Mac is going to walk on the field and goes. Guess we're going to OT and just walk out <laughs> and it hit like a fifty-six yarder. Or I shank that it because he stayed out for halftime. That's what should have happened. That's, that's it. I mean, Zach Taylor yeah. didn't get.
0: He didn't give Joe Burrow the mm-hmm. chance to have his feature back. Yeah. In also, the game.
2: why are you throwing? The, my thing is, I didn't have a problem with running it on third down and playing the either. play that it's they, just they a had at fourth. Who you ran it with. But here's the thing. Well, yeah. Number one, first down. Okay, that was fine. You got this. The eight yards that they did, or the nine yards that they did. Why are you throwing deep down the field on second and two? Why? I, I mean, if, they figured yeah, that you third, is fourth goal. and short. They figured those and last two down. You know, it's yeah, four
3: down exactly. territory. That's what you. That's what a lot of people will do if you get like an, yeah, a nice seven, eight yards.
0: See, exactly. with Jamar,
3: you, well, you saw that Jamar Chase on the fourth down had burned sure. Jalen Ramsey. I
0: don't have a problem with the second and short deep shot. Because you assume that you're going to be able to pick up two yards and two downs. You're in the Super Bowl because mainly, well, in the regular season, your offense got you there in the first place. Your offense got you 10 wins. The defense really started to heat up in the playoffs and became the unit that we know it as now. But that offense, picking up two yards and two downs, was never a point of concern at any point in the season. But it's just a matter of the personnel that you had in the game mm-hmm. and the play call. I uh, man, that
3: third and short will all will haunt me, and I'm not even. A, I hate the Bengals. Yeah. I don't hate. I I'm obligated to not more like, like Raven,
2: them. Uh, more of a Ravens. More of a Ravens. More of a
3: Ravens. Yeah, but I, mean, I just don't under, like. If you're going to run the ball, why is it not? And Mixon was in this game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he had 72 he was, yards.
2: Yeah, he was four. Yeah, he was
0: averaging almost five. He was just consistent mm -hmm. chunks whenever they gave him the ball. It wasn't a lot that they gave him the ball. But when they but did, when he made he the If yeah, he exactly.
2: runs that third and short, does does Aaron Donald still pull him back? Probably. It's Aaron Donald. I don't
0: know. Eh. Joe Mixon's a really good runner. He's got great vibes. But Aaron Donald know. is one of but, the best defensive into, players of all time. He is, but Joe Mixon is known for falling forward like, at the end of runs. That's, kind of true. Of, that's true. That's one of like, his traits. It's, it's a huge back. what if we're never going to know because Zach Taylor put the wrong guy in. What if What if Pete Carroll ran the ball on the goal line? You know,
3: if you want to listen to these what if scenarios, there is a show at 8-10 on Wednesdays. Josh just
2: turned into a straight Product I don't even, I, I don't even, I don't even, I'm not even on that show. I, this is yeah. a you guys
3: concept, know how
1: though. many times I he- had to hear about Phone Booth on Hail Mary on Sunday? Hey, it was what ridiculous. About Listen, what about the Sinbin? It was twice. And Sinbin. But I went now I'm here. last <laughs> time on the Sinbin. You actually should have We still heard need it.
2: to get Tim on. Tim's calling a basketball game in an hour. So that's fun. But uh, he did say that he would uh, he would be on a show next week. But he also also said that he would show up to class like <laughs> all this this last month that he hasn't. Hey, we pride
3: we, ac- we strive for good academic success. Yeah, student at- first. Here at student first. Student
2: first. Um, just before we we send it to break because we do have to unfortunately play by the rules because there is a basketball game and we can't go until four fifteen like we normally do. Um, who number one. Um, who makes it back? I mean, we kind of already already said it, but who makes it back first? And what does – or pretty much, we're kind of all in the same thing. How long will it take the Rams to be back? Will they win another one in the next five years? And what does it take for the Bengals to come back?
1: Well, I'm just going to straight up say it. The Rams aren't making it back anytime soon. The Rams are on a decline now after that game. And I, you know, I don't believe that Aaron Donald's going to retire like the reports are saying. If he does, that's a big loss for the Rams. Matthew Stafford's, I mean, he's he's a pretty good quarterback and you know, but he is getting up there in age, but I just see them a lot of their, you know, top talent in this year's Super Bowl is are our, our free agents at the end of the year. You got I believe Von Miller is a free agent, OBJ, who has a torn ACL, so he's out probably the majority of next season anyway. But I just don't see the Rams and the NFC is a weak conference but I still are weaker than the AFC, especially if Aaron Rodgers leaves um, for an AFC team, which is the majority of the rumors. And
2: Tom Brady's retired.
1: And Tom Brady retired in the NFC. So the NFC, I believe, is wide open, and that's where you can see a team maybe like the Bengals that had a rough year this year come out of nowhere and make the uh, Super Bowl to represent the NFC. And for the Bengals, I believe this was their opportunity for the – you know foreseeable future I think Grant said it earlier but I just I think the Bengals had some luck on their side this year and I think the Bengals like you know people weren't didn't know what to expect with them and Joe Burrow came out playing well motivated had that swagger to him all year really took off in the playoffs McPherson had that swagger too but I think the league's gonna catch up to them they're nothing I can't say nothing special they made the Super Bowl and kept it close to the very end but I don't think they're anything you know overly special and I think that you know with how um stack the AFC is um, with the Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, any team, really, you can name, and they have talent. So I think uh, I don't see either of these teams making it back anytime soon.
0: Joe, after I go, I'd like to pitch a real quick. uh, Way too early predictions discussion. We'll Mm. go around the table, talk Super Bowl predictions for next year. (laughs) Yeah, so anyways, with the Rams, my main concern is, well, it's the big story. They've got no draft capital for the next four five years because they traded it all away for now and it worked out they got their ring but the thing is like Chevy said the NFC I don't think it's ever been this thin in recent memory the NFC has not been this thin and we'll see how free agency pans out could see guys like Deshaun Watson moved around Russell Wilson so we could see a new I guess Rams 2.0 team kind of develop in here but with the Rams you bring back a guy like Von Miller who could return. He said he's left it open. He's going to test free agency. But if he does return, you've got the defense right back. You've got some guys returning from injury on the defensive side of the ball. I don't think you need Odell Beckham to come back. I know, obviously. Well, they like, have Robert Woods coming yeah, back yes, anyway, exactly, so I guess my not. Point. And Van Robert Jefferson. Woods, came I, I well, like Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson did, I did say that he'd Jeff-
2: take less money to be on the Rams.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that you know he could come back. But I believe but the, Rams, be the Rams. The Rams
2: are tight
1: on cap, if I'm not mistaken. So they're very tight. They're very tight. On cap, so, but not
2: as much as you think. They're well. They've got like the cap
1: is expected to go up to two two hundred eight million this. Year So I guess every team has a little extra to work Mm -hmm. with, but still.
0: Yeah, they're not going to be players in free agency, I'll tell you that much. But they'll be able to re-sign the guys that they've got in front of them. And I think if they get Von Miller back, that's huge. You look at the NFC next year, we could very well see the Rams back in the Super Bowl, but it is so hard to repeat in today's NFL Mm -hmm. just because the way that free agency works now, you don't see the loyalty that you saw Back with teams in the 80s, 90s, where you saw the same faces on the same teams. Sounds for like year- a most nice sport. Yeah, <laughs> years and years on end of seeing the same guys playing in, you know, the uniforms that they got drafted by. So I don't think that the Rams are going to make it back next year just because it's so hard to repeat. We could see a another surprise team like the Bengals this year represented for the uh, NFC. But for the Bengals, this was their chance, man. This was it. I don't think that they're gonna make it back for the next few years. I think we will see Joe Burrow get a ring at some point, but they're not gonna be back for the next few years.
3: Yeah, I don't think they're gonna be back for the next few years. I still think that the I think the Bengals are gonna make it before the Rams. I just I this felt a whole this Rams team has constructed a whole lot like an L.A. Lakers style team, but they just actually had more success mostly because they don't have someone like a I don't know a Russell Westbrook to deal with,
2: mm-hmm. but. Well, it, it was supposed to be Odell, but Odell was uh, apparently on his tip-top best behavior. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, because it wasn't in Cleveland anymore, dude. If I was, if I lived in Ohio for like over. Over. Well, like you, you gotta too. remember
2: Cleaned he was <laughs> he was
1: unceremoniously uh, dismissed from the New York Giants. They traded him. They traded him to the Browns of all teams. He had Baker Mayfield as quarterback. Of course, you're gonna
2: start acting up. That's just
0: don't cry, Joe.
2: From speaking, one bad team to the, of the next. Giants, he did say to Matt Stafford after the jump ball that Eli Manning does throw it better. So all that. Yeah. There was that one. Well, that's just a true <laughs> fact. And it is.
1: If people are gonna start <laughs> making, sure if people are gonna start making, we can't making get into can that, that. Hey, right after this. After the Super Bowl I heard a lot of people saying Matthew Stafford is now going to the Hall of Fame. If Eli doesn't get in, Stafford doesn't deserve it either. No, Eli Eli's, getting in. Well, Eli's getting in. Well, I've heard a lot of people Eli's, saying that. Obviously, we've got to watch to see in. how the voting is. You can't
2: is. say should, you can't tell the story of the NFL without, without Eli, Eli Manning. Manning. Yeah. I think both of them make it in.
3: I think they probably will. I think I think, I think Stafford Matt might Stafford, might. I think you can make a very good case against him if he didn't have the ring. I think now that he has a ring. I don't
2: think that there's a really good argument against Eli Manning, but I don't I see the good uh, example for Matt it's just because he was on Detroit for on. like twelve yeah. years. It's, it's, not it's really a shame well. that he rotted in Detroit. For yeah. That's really the. It main thing. It's the same but, thing with Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders. But no, I don't. I don't think. E- I don't think the Rams make it back
3: anytime soon. I don't think the Bengals make it back anytime soon. I think the Bengals need a lot. They have to do a lot. They have to revamp the secondary. Yeah. They have absolutely their main concern this offseason because you don't want. You're not going to make it back next year. Don't worry about that. You can stick with the same defensive unit for now. You mm-hmm. absolutely have to protect Joe Burrow because he got eaten alive again this year. Luckily, he didn't get injured again, but if he does, like I I, it would kill me to see someone as talented and just incredible to watch as Joe Burrow get his career ruined because the Bengals did not go out and protect him. I thought he was going to mm-hmm. be done after this year. I really did when they drafted Jamar Chase. I'm glad I was proved wrong. I thought they should have gotten Panay I think I think everyone in the world thought they should have gone Panay But they absolutely need offensive line help immediately. That should be number one, and the number two has got to be to revamp that defense, mm-hmm. specifically the secondary. Eli Apple should not be any team's number one or number two quarterback. He shouldn't exactly. even be on a team. I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. No, he
2: so, let's, should be a woozy.
0: He should yeah, be like
2: a woozy a is a very let's, good one. woozy is one. the only secondary piece on the Bengals to me that's absolutely Jesse solid. Jesse Bates. Whoa. Jesse Bates. I think they're Whoa. Whoa. solid, but I don't think Jesse that they're Bates. Jesse Bates is incredible. Jesse, don't I yeah. think, do not. Diss I on think Jesse the only untouchable one. Because I feel like you can lose them in free agency and Who? still have a, either Jesse Bates or whoa. Ben. You do not whoa, want to get rid of Jesse Bates. I know he is, you don't do want not get to, rid but what I'm Bates. saying is, as trade assets or the assets that you don't want to leave, I think that Owusu is the number one corner. I oh. think that he's the only. Well, like, yeah, piece he's that the I only good man. I mean, he's not a good corner. Look,
0: Mike Hilton is one of the best slot corners in football. I, l- listen, I know, yeah, I right.
2: understand that they're good, but what I'm saying is, I think that the only untouchable one. Because if you're losing Eli Apple, I don't know if you can slide one of them over. Losing I mean, we... Eli well, Apple. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: I I really, so here's, I,
3: here's my thing. I don't think the Rams make it back specifically because I have faith that Arizona will unscrew themselves with whatever the whole Kyler Murray thing is
1: right now. Yeah, by trading them, right?
0: No, to for, to who? And get who? they am drafting a new quarterback in a couple of years because yeah. Kyler Murray is not a winner, but we can talk hey, about you can that. He can go to baseball. Lizard, go play for I the athletics. I, I Once mean, the
3: lockout I, uh, First of all, I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a good coach. Yeah, not he's a terrible coach, in my for, opinion.
2: For time's sake, though, I'm going, to, I'm going to just say that I kind of agree with Grant that neither team is going to really come back anytime soon because I think that the Rams are going to implode themselves in the division that they're in because it's a very good division there.
3: San Francisco is probably going to win in the division next yeah. year. Yeah.
2: And then I think I think that the Bengals could maybe, but they gotta figure the out the uh the O line and the defense. AFC
3: North's gonna be Ravens first, Bengals second, Mm -hmm. Browns third, Steelers fourth. Mm -hmm.
2: My thing is um, just going around the table, one sentence, literally two teams. Who do you think is making back to the very early Super Bowl matchup? All
1: right, well, since everyone gets to plug, I'd say go check out my way to early 2023 Super Bowl prediction on commedia.psu.edu. Oh I wrote you the story the other day. You'd the AFC champion, New England Patriots, are going to get back to the Super Bowl. And then from the NFC side, the San Francisco 49ers are going no to represent. What?
0: No. <laughs> no No. What? no that, that was my yep. exact pick? Whoa. Was it really? Wait, that oh, was yeah. your exact pick? That was my exact pick? All Damn. right. Now, I'll go, with my, I'll go with my 1B pick. Oh, man. Do I want to go with the Patriots? I was going to go with the Patriots. All right. Now what? Here's what we're going with. Denver Broncos with Aaron Rodgers going up against... Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. Okay, yes. Kevin O'Connell. I can, do, yes. I can do you one better. I, Desha- I'm
2: so thankful that that's his second pick because if can, it was can, his first I can do you on one crack. better.
3: I can do you one better because I actually I had the Niners. I did not I don't think the Patriots The is a
0: toss up. You just gotta pick a name okay.
3: out of the hat. Josh Allen because I know you hate the Bills for some reason. You yeah he that, hates that, Josh Allen. You hate Josh Allen. Allen's not going well, to now show. Josh day, Allen to is making the Super Bowl uh, and he's going against a revamped Minnesota Vikings team, but not with Kirk Cousins at whoa. quarterback. Kellen Mond. Mm-hmm. No, with Deshaun Watson.
0: <laughs> oh, no, wow. no, who has
3: come out and said that wow. he would like to be traded to the Minnesota Vikings earlier today? I say, I, I, I think Deshaun. I think. I mean, allegations aside, off the field stuff aside, Deshaun Watson is easily one of the top quarterbacks in the league when he's healthy and when he's not rotting in Houston. And I don't think Kirk Cousins will ever get it done. I don't think Kirk Cousins is a winner. Well, I mean you, that's you, actually
0: I'm, a really believable take as long as you remove the Buffalo Bills and just well, an yeah, entirely low Buffalo? anti Buffalo's you're, you're tell
3: me that you're telling me you're telling me that Mac, Mac Jones is going to make a Super Bowl for Josh Allen. You're yes. telling me that right now. With one hundred Well, yes. with a
1: straight face. I am saying that with well, a straight okay. face the don't Buffalo shake, the Buffalo yeah, offense. is gonna, gonna take such a hit now with uh Brian Dable out of the picture. He was a big hey reason yo. for Josh Allen's hey turn. Josh Allen's turnaround and Don't Buffalo's offense up. is not gonna is not gonna be on that same level level a, the Patriots are going to win that division with ease, and Buffalo is going to oh, hold. Oh, my God. All right, all right, before I like we go that. Break, G- good hear? God. Good job, right, Chevy. Of course of we do.
2: This is half joking, half not. <laughs> Don't say the Giants. Say the you Giants. Know, do it. swear to God. You know what happened in 20, 2007 Joe. and 2011? we <laughs> go for a repeat. Yeah. Three-peat. You made Grant leave. The Grant just crin- walked out the door. You Grant leave. No, I'm just joking. Um... I think that the Super Bowl is going to be. I actually wait, wait, like the, the, Patriots the second. The pick. second
3: he walks back in, just say yeah. the Bills. The second he walks in, I think I like the Patriots
2: pick, but um, I, I kind of think that it should be the Bills first. So I think I'm going with the Bills, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers leaves. I think that the Packers throw the house at him, and he's gonna be like, oh, okay, cause he. I think if they won the championship, a game and then lost in the Super Bowl would be a different story. But I, I think that he is a big reason why. So I think that the. Uh, I think that the Bills and the Packers are going to be the have Super Bowl to matchup. The We're gonna wait until Grant actually comes back in the room to say that I'm going to say the Jets and the Giants. Because that <laughs> would be the funniest thing ever. But he's I, out the door well, right I'm now. I'm just gonna
3: tell you right now, the Packers aren't making it back. I mean, if you throw the house yeah. at Aaron Rodgers, they have they are they're in cap hell right now.
2: Dude, imagine Mac Jones versus Daniel Jones in the Super Bowl. <laughs> If that happens, dude, please hire me as a as a as a Adrian Rojanowski of the NFL. Please. No, I'll have you do <laughs> my lottery. I'll have
3: you do my lottery. Well, picks. no, because those yeah. are those
1: are guys breaking news. You you just have to take Stephen A. Smith's
2: spot. Shoot, I, I mean, I'm going for that anyway. So I mean, that's, dude, a, I that's a, a, a goal. I want to be on the show. With if him.
3: Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, I'm going to actually get on more serious. If Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, Devonte Adams is gone, and the Packers the Packers are screwed. Man,
2: it's taking a stroll. Where the Packers go?
3: have so many free agents and such little cat space. They're, they're done. They're done. They're they're yeah. almost as bad as the Dallas Cowboys right now. Saying
1: that uh, Rodgers wants like 45 million and Devonte Adams wants 30 million. That's 75 million at two players. You just don't do that in today's NFL. Yeah.
3: You know who does do that? The Toronto Maple Leafs of the NHL. But we saw how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. So.
2: Um, unfortunately, uh, to save time to get to the second topic of uh the NBA trade deadline, we're going to send it to break. Don't go don't anywhere, co- guys. We'll be back. Yeah, Grant's taking a stroll. <laughs> we'll see you back. badge song window. Ray, back in the back <laughs> in the: the studio. Hey, Connor, how are you doing?
3: Oh hey, Preston, I'm freaking out. I'm in charge of finding a fundraiser for my club, and I have no idea what to do. Have you called the locker room? The Locker what? Locker Room
0: Sports and Promotions in Holidaysburg. They specialize in spirit wear fundraising and team uniforms, including T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, and more. You could raise money for your club and look good at the same time.
3: Oh, wow, that's amazing. Do they do custom screen
0: printing? Yep, and custom embroidery, too. They also carry various sporting equipments. Well, how can I find them? You can find them on Facebook at Locker Room Sports and Promotions or on their website, mylockerroom1.com. You can even give them a call at 814-695-8515.
3: That's great. We'll be the best-dressed club on campus. Thanks, man.
0: Locker room sports and promotions. Every season, every game begins and ends in the locker room.
3: We all know that Mondays can be difficult. Fortunately for you New York fans, New York State of Mind has you covered. Join Mitch and Pat every week seven to eight as we talk the latest in East Coast sports.
2: It's New York State of Mind here on Com Radio. I don't want to. I hate. I hate going and and attacking people's intelligence, but I do it all the time this is Joe
0: sometimes Joe gets into bad moods and attacks people's intelligence please be nice to Joe except every Thursday from 245 to 345 on phone booth com radio sports debate talk show then we give you every right to be mean to Joe.
2: Guys, have you seen how the Capitals are playing? They're playing great, even with the 36-year-old Alex Ovechkin.
3: Uh, what about the fact that Frederick Anderson is leading the Canes to the top of the league? Are you forgetting about Evan Rodriguez coming out of nowhere and providing points for the Penguins? Have you guys forgot about the New York Islanders? You want to hear more hockey
2: talk like this? Tune in to the Sinbin every Tuesday from 7:30 to 8:30 with Jacob Cheris, Josh Bartosik, Jordan Hessian, and Tim Rogers right here on Com Radio. You are listening to phone booth on com radio. Welcome back to phone booth. We've gotten Grant back into the studio. Um, I needed a cool down. Yeah, he that he he unreal. walked he he walked around a little bit. Um, we're gonna switch way. gears so that we could actually have our coasters stay in the studio. Um, <laughs> we're gonna switch it up a little bit. We will actually th- book this. We will be talking about another sport next week. I swear on my life, we will be talking about another sport next week. Because it's been so NFL, NBA centric. And I said, it's like, hey, we only talk about collegiate and major league sports. But the only thing that we've been talking about on this show is football and basketball. We've done college once with the national championship. So that's great. Um, and uh, we haven't done hockey. We haven't done soccer. We haven't done tennis. We haven't done the Olympics. We haven't done literally anything. So we will be talking the about. Olympics are on? Yeah. Wait, I-, I don't actually know. Turn his mic on. Joe,
3: turn his mic on. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Welcome back, Chevy. Welcome right. back, Chevy. It's, it's just—it's just—it's just, it's just like I was, Mary. I was just
1: making a joke about the Olympics and how boring they've been. So don't worry yeah. about it. I'm not. Dude, it's once not the not hey,
2: go, uh,
3: Canada's women's hockey, hockey team—they destroyed America last night for the gold medal.
2: Yeah, I figured that they would do that. Either way, um, we're going to get into the NBA just a little bit. We will be doing another sport next week. You can remind me of that. I will make it a point of emphasis. Um, we're going to talk about the NBA trade deadline. I touched on it last week, but something happened the day after, and it's realistically the only thing that, that is on everyone's mind. The Simmons-Harden trade, I talked about it a little bit on Friday uh, or Thursday last week. How do you guys think that it fares for each team? I think uh,
1: Philadelphia made a mistake, but not trading away uh, Ben Simmons because obviously Ben Simmons needs to get out of there. But the rest of the guys they gave away, Seth Curry, the big other name in that deal, they lost by, what, 42 points the other night with Harden on the bench. Harden's going to take days off. He's he's like that. He's going to load manage himself, and he's going to take days off, and Philly's going to lose games, and I get it. What really matters is the playoffs, and Harden's going to come and perform. He's not going to take a night off in the playoffs but he could get hurt he's got hurt in the past and i think philadelphia made a mistake getting rid of some of their key role players and as for the nets i don't think i don't have a problem with what the nets did james harden is where my problem is james harden went to the nets forced his way out of houston went to the nets to make a big 3 with durant and irving and the big 3 hasn't been working because durant keeps getting hurt and kyrie irving is playing half the games for the rest of the year because he's only allowed to play in the road markets because of New York's COVID policy. But James Harden should use this opportunity to show that he can win on his own. Right now, he's just moving around, looking Mm -hmm. for chances to win with other stars. He went to the Nets to win win with other stars. They didn't end up doing it because too many people got hurt last year in the playoff run for them. And they're obviously not doing it this year. They fall into towards the bottom, not, they're still in the playoff picture in the east, but they're starting to fall towards the bottom of the east. And then now he's going to Philly where he's got one of the MVP candidates in Joel Embiid. Can this dude, like, really, He what he should be focused on is, like, the role players around him, not looking for the key big players. We all talk about how Durant went ring chasing in uh, Golden State, and that's what Harden's doing. And I that's where my problem is. My problem is with today's NBA and the ring chasers.
0: See – I love this move for Philly, personally, because the main thing that was going on with trading away Simmons and trying to get that big star in return, there was a question of whether or not they'd be able to keep Tyrese Maxey and Matisse Theibel, which they did. You keep both those guys, and you bring in James Harden, who is possibly – he's like the missing piece to this puzzle. You needed a superstar guard at the top of his game. He's a superstar guard. To pair up with Joel Embiid, who's playing MVP-caliber basketball. So you trade away a sitting duck who wasn't going to come back to your organization. A crybaby. And Corrected Seth Curry. you're trading
2: a crybaby for a crybaby. You trade so away him and that, Seth Curry. Yeah.
0: Okay, I get that trading away Seth Curry isn't ideal. But to get back James Harden in return, I get that he load manages. But the ceiling that you get out of a guy like James Harden to pair along with Joel Embiid, that's, title, that's a title ceiling. You weren't getting that if you were just going to sit there and just wait till the off season to get Ben Simmons out of town. That wasn't you were not chasing yeah. a title this year with just Joel Embiid alone. Let alone how good he's playing right now. He's playing fantastic basketball. I think he's the MVP uh the MVP um front runner right yeah. now. So do yeah. I. Yeah. yeah. But you're not winning a title with just Joel Embiid. I de-
1: I definitely agree with that, and I definitely don't have a problem with Philadelphia trying to win a title because that's what organizations are supposed to be doing. But the
0: pressure's on James Harden. But the pressure's now, oh, 100%. now on James Harden. Yes, this is he the is most. so much pressure. This is yeah, this is the most pressure that has ever been on James Harden throughout mm-hmm. his career. But now that he's back with Daryl Morey, who was in Houston with yeah, him, Houston. they were a good pair in Houston. Daryl Morey kind of catered to Harden's needs, which is honestly that's a situation that he needs. Brooklyn wasn't a great fit for him just because you need a team that's going to cater to his needs so he can play comfortable basketball, he can feel like he's at home. But the thing is, those Philly fans, if he doesn't deliver, they're going to get on him. So this is the Philly moment. Is this a is a rough market. I think Harden's yeah. legacy is on the line right here in Philly. Well, Whatever happens in Philly, sure. I personally believe, like, you know, it's make or break for him at this point.
3: I don't know about his legacy because well, he's, one of the, he's one of the greatest shooters. Out. I mean, he's a very great, he's sure, one of the but greatest. But he's been shooters.
0: on three different teams. Oh, no. In, his, in two I, years no now, so. I don't think his legacy is. I think is, he's
3: very overrated just because of the rules now. I don't think that his legacy is going to be in question. I know his character will certainly be in question. Mm-hmm. I think his character's already in question just because of the fact that he's on his third team. And well, there's yeah, no, there's this is the most pressure he's had because for the majority of his time in Houston, they didn't really have the best squad. But then you have Chris Paul, and you are blowing games against. You have the series lead against the Warriors, a team that you were not projected to beat, and then you lose Game Six. That's fine. And then in Game Seven, you like miss a record amount of threes, Mm -hmm. and he's the main part of that. He's had a lot of pressure. And the second he left and forced himself out of Houston, there was even more pressure. And that trio played eleven games together. Mm -hmm. As a whole, he noticed it. that it wasn't going to be an easy ring and dipped. Yeah, because you got you got the Greek in both free places.
2: In mm-hmm. the east. And I've they're
3: still he's still in these. I I do think that if the seventy f- ers do not because the seventy sixers right now is make the finals or win the finals or mm-hmm. bust like that's yeah. what it is. If they don't make the finals, even if you lose to the star-studded team in the Bucks or the Heat or the Bulls, because there's a lot of great teams right now, but specifically the Bucks are the front runners besides the seventy sixers after the Harden trade, in my mm-hmm. opinion. If you don't make the finals,
2: I I I, I don't know. I it's mean, a here's I you, the thing that massive, I said: the we're, process we're is up, already we're coming done. up on when we almost maybe be kicked off for the uh, board up of the basketball game. But I, I'm just going to ask: um, what I said last week is I said that I think that both of these t- the trade isn't it's good. Obviously, it makes both teams better but i think that it's being overblown in the fact because it's a blockbuster trade because i think this and then i want to i want to hear your 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 opinions on it i think that the way that it hurts the team is flipped i think for the for the 76ers and Harden it works tremendously on paper horribly off because james Harden has proved that he could be a leader of a team he is not a hard worker and he does not he does not succumb to scheduling and you know the the put in work put in work out and I think that uh joellen Bede's mindset towards that is much like not anywhere in the same category but much under the lines of jimmy butler where he's like if you don't put in the work like the same reason why it didn't work in houston with russell westbrook is because russell westbrook didn't want to work with somebody who would show up late to meetings and just say oh i was at the strip clubs last night so i feel i feel like that's i but on the nets i think it's flipped because it works tremendously off paper because kd doesn't care what you do um Kyrie, I don't think cares about basketball that much. Kyrie, Kyrie
1: can't care what yeah. someone else is. I'm not going to get into a player's vaccination status mm-hmm. and what they believe, but he's hurt his team this year, yeah. and you know, so he can't mm-hmm. really have a too much of a say in what Ben
2: Simmons is going to yeah. do. My thing is, I think on paper and logistically, when you talk about basketball, it doesn't work because you would assume that is uh, not playing center, so you're gonna have to have another guy that's not gonna shoot. Griffin can't shoot anymore. Drummond can't shoot anymore. I can keep naming it. The only really shooters on the team is Kyrie half of the time because he can't play half yeah. the games. Um, Katie obviously, Patty Mills and Seth Curry. But then you Joe have Harris to have w- too. what? Joe Harris. Joe Harris. True, true, true. But Joe except Harris is kind game, of falling off a little seven. bit. Except uh-huh. um, Yeah, but my thing is, is like you rely so much because you can't, you don't have driving lanes if you run anything with Ben Simmons off the ball. No one's gonna, they're gonna dare him to shoot it. So if he's not working on his shooting game, which he's proven the last three years that he's refused to do, so. Uh, you rely too much on the role players and KD, KD going off for 50 with 70% shooting and the role players relying on jump shots, either mid-range or threes. And to me, it's not reliable. So I feel like Ben Simmons hurts the spacing on offense. Defense, you have me. They're, they're one of the best defensive teams now. Oh, because, especially with KD. And yeah, and yeah Drummond's, and well, Drummond's one of the best defensive big men. And uh, um, Ben Simmons is a perennial DPOY candidate every year. So I, I just don't – I don't see – the fit on the court that Ben Simmons brings oh, on offense. The the thing is
1: with Ben Simmons is we haven't seen him since the playoffs. We don't know. His game could be completely changed and the Nets could find something that the 76ers couldn't with him. But really, I wanted to go back to what um, I don't remember. It was either Josh or Grant said about James Harden and the pressure that's on him. This is the most pressure James Harden has had. Houston, you know, it's a small market. I'd say Dallas is the bigger team. And, um, in Texas. And then you got to New York and I'm sorry, but nobody actually in New York being I'm from New York. So I see it. No new real New Yorker roots for the Nets. They're all bandwagoners. I'm sorry if there's actually true Nets fans, but this is what I see. But the Nets are the little brother team in, um, in New York. So he didn't really have too much pressure there either. And the Nets ended up having to you know, give discounts for their playoff tickets, so that tells you what their fan base and organization looks kind like. Of like the Rams. This this is James Harden's toughest situation, and it'll be interesting to see what he can do with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat as far as the Nets go, because I talked about the Sixers and Harden's whole situation. He's got to deliver, or else they're in trouble. I mean, this is this mm-hmm. is it. This is it for them. You could see some names starting to get flipped around if uh, if we see that not working out. But for the Nets. You've got a great playmaker in Ben Simmons now who's going to open up more looks for Kevin Durant, but I do feel like there's a big missing chunk in that game, whether it's another post specialist, another guy who can hit mid-range shots. I just see a bunch of shooters, Kevin Durant, and then Ben Simmons, whatever role he's going to play on offense. But like you said, Joe, they're going to be terrific on defense. So if Ben Simmons can mold into the player that we all know that he can be, the Nets should be in the finals. And just, seriously,
1: the one thing you said there is we got to see if Kevin Durant can stay healthy because mm-hmm. he's yeah. not been able to lately. Yeah, it's
3: been that's been plaguing him for a couple of years. No, I mean this trade is really just getting rid of two pl- of a player on each side that neither team really wanted anymore. I mean you've got James Harden, no one in Brooklyn wanted him. I think you have a great point about the fact that Brooklyn isn't really. Great isn't really the biggest market. Like Philly fans love their basketball; they are diehard Philly fans, and we saw what happened with Ben Simmons. If you don't perform, they will get they will get on you, and they drove him out of the city. I think if James Harden, I mean, this team's obviously making the playoffs without a question, no doubt. I think if James Harden has one bad game, I could already see the entire city of Philadelphia hating him immensely already. But they haven't, except the downtown amenities. That's true. But this team <laughs> this team is built. Their front they're starting five. Is really good right now. You got Tyrese Maxey. you got James Harden. When he comes back, you've got Matthias Sybil, you've got Tobias Harris, you got Joel Embiid, and now you finally have a guard who can, who's, who's great, who's a great dribbler, and a guy who can really shoot the ball mm-hmm. when he's playing at the top of his game. And Ben Simmons couldn't provide you that. That's why it was so easy, especially for the Hawks, to guard Ben Simmons. They just didn't have to guard yeah. him. They really didn't. And he was afraid to shoot. We saw it mm-hmm. last year. So I think when James Harden, I think when James Harden comes back, it'll be. A very interesting situation to see just how long it'll take him to mm-hmm. get back to it but i do think it is really s- concerning if you're a philly fan it's concerning the fact that the day after like a couple days after you make the trade you lose by 42 so that's you mm-hmm. know that's just something to look out for
2: yeah unfortunately uh we we usually have another 25 minutes to talk about this but uh we're gonna play by the rules for the first time and it, it does not feel good at all <laughs> uh let me tell you um, but thank you guys for listening. Obviously, we'll be talking about this throughout the NBA season. Um, this might be one of the last weeks that we talk about football until something happens with Deshaun Watson, Brian Flores, or something. Or until so, you invite me, invite me back. Chevy, you can be on the show whenever <laughs> you want to. You haven't been interrupted a lot. He got you know, talking points. You know what?
1: If you guys want to hear me get interrupted, we are on Hail Mary again
3: Sunday we are. morning.
2: That we is are. true.
3: We are. That is true.
1: Well, but, he also forgot to turn your mic on for a bit.
3: Yeah, so true. Uh, true.
2: That I was I intentional. Pressed a, I didn't press a button. That wasn't intentional. No, that was intentional. Uh, all right. We'll I make watch. it, it intentional. Think the Patriots uh, be next be week, we're going to have an actual other sport on the show. Um, but, you know, if we can actually get Tim on, it would be great and we can have – the sin bin actually Little conquered yes slotty puck um either way thank you guys for listening whether or not you're listening on com radio or after the fact on your favorite streaming uh platform um for for justin chevrolet grant sheets just uh josh Bartosic, i'm joe callan almost said my name first for some reason um have a good one guys And uh, stay tuned for the Penn State men's basketball broadcast coming to you in about 15 minutes. It's a good one. We beat Michigan State. Like how? Upset. Literally how? We'll come back. Yeah. Uh Thank you for listening and have a good one, guys.